Describe Fear. We're your hosts. Hello, welcome back to Describe Fear. I'm your host. Of course, with me here is your host. Oh, yeah. Hi. Hello. I'm your host. The host. What year are we in again? It's 1996. Yes. It's 1996. Describe Fear 1996 on the, the, the Describe Fear radio station. Fear FM. Something. Yes. And, and here we are. Yes, we are here. Why do I always... I know I'm a little rusty on the openings. Honestly. Yeah, it's been a few. It's been a few weeks. Describe Fear. Hold on. I can try again. It's more like... Describe Fear! Uh, yep. That's better? Uh, I'm not say better. It's more consistent. We're your host. Summer of Fear... 1978? If you, if you recall, last season, the 1986 season of the, the show. Yeah. Which we're also in all, as, as well now. Mm-hmm. We get another go at it. We did a movie called Summer of Fear. I believe this was an episode entitled Describe Parker Lewis Can't Fear. I think it kicked off our movie. It did. It did. It kicked off the movie, the Describe Fear, mo- the Describe Fear movie tangent series, yeah. in which we view movies yes. that are not necessarily fear adjacent, but kind of have the word fear in the title, <laughs> and or are from 1996. Yeah, the best year. Either or. Um. So. You know, it was a good one. It was really good. Summer of Fear, based off a novel called Simon Says. Yes. This is the episode Parker Lewis Can't Fear from last season. Yeah, look it up. I don't know how you will. Uh, maybe call There's the... a file. It's a file. There's a file. Yeah, if you call the radio station and ask for an archival, and they'll send you a tape. It's on a disc now, actually. They have a is little, it? It's on a little oh, disc. Oh, okay. That's... It's a little disc. Little it's just, it's little. Not um, like, it's not like a laser disc. It's that's like, that little. like a computer disc is what I'm talking about. We just send them out a computer disc now. Yeah, yeah. RAM, RP5, It just had, what's RP5? I don't know. RAM? Anyway, so Summer of Fear was a great movie. It kicked off the movie series and was great and everyone yeah. loves it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, great. And we'll probably do a... Probably do an offshoot <laughs> segment eventually about books. So we might, you know, talk about the Simon Says book. We're not going to talk about books. We don't describe books we in the show. If you don't, I'll find someone else. But we'll we'll get someone else in here to talk about books with you. Because you're cultured folk. So um, Here's my original idea for how to start talking about the topic at hand now. Okay. 1978. Oh, yeah. I've never heard that before. No, it's good. Stranger in Our House Uh is an American television horror film, another TV film, just like The Last Summer of Fear, Mm -hmm. directed by Wes Craven, Mm -hmm. starring Linda Blair, Mm. Lee Purcell, Jeremy Slate, Jeff McCracken, Jeff East, and I'm going to throw this in here, even though it's not in my notes. Um, Fran Drescher. Yeah. This She's little, great in it. Little Fran Drescher here. Yeah. Um, 1978. Apparently called Stranger in Our House. Was the book? No, the book, the book it's based off of, oddly enough, is called Summer of Fear. Okay. It's based off a 1976 novel called Summer of Fear, written by uh, Lois. Mm-hmm. And the film was on NBC. Oh, okay. Aired on, Straight MB- to- aired on NBC. Okay. Yeah. TV movie. This is like Wes Craven's first movie after he like relocated from New York to LA, apparently. Okay. I don't know. Did it on... I'm not sure it was before this. I don't know. I'm not like a Craven guy. Relocated to LA? I'm not Craven. 
He were like he re- he moved from New York to LA apparently. Okay. And this is like his first project after that happened. Yeah, because this so, movie prominently like takes place in California. Oh, for sure. It's definitely a, like a Southern California kind of vibe to it yeah. for sure but this is what happened was so he was in new york west graven's in new york uh-huh. he's doing these like quirky little like short animated films then it's like fuck this i'm moving to fucking la yeah because he was at a party he was visiting la his cousin tommy in la all right he's visiting tommy mm-hmm. and who does he meet at this party but sally field Oh. And Sally Field, who, as we all know, directed such 96 hits as The Christmas Tree. Yeah. As well as... Classic. As well as most movies. Yeah. Directed by Sally Field. Like, Mary Poppins. Citizen Kane. Train Spotting, Citizen Kane. Yeah. All the greats, definitely directed by Sally Field. She's in a few of them. But she's yeah. definitely more known for her directing... Behind the camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her directing and... Um, her lighting, actually... She's, I could see that. She yeah. looks like a good lighter. Mm-hmm. Because she's anyway, got shiny hair. Sorry, I digress a bit. That's how it feels and all. Tommy's. Yeah, he meets her at Tommy's. Yeah. She's like, you gotta get the fuck out of here. Hot dog place? No, that's, that's, that's Wes's cousin. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Tommy Craven. Yeah. So, <laughs> Sally is like, Wes, you gotta get the fuck out of there. Right. So, Wes comes over to L.A. Uh-huh. thinking he's going to make big bucks in the movies. Yes. Right? Like, theatrical releases, like, the real deal. Instead, he makes this TV movie. But, you know, it has, has, good. It has the exorcist in it, so that's all right. Yeah. Um, it's not particularly scary. That makes more sense now that it was a TV movie, because I, I don't think it's particularly mm-hmm. scary. Mm-hmm. Um, it does involve a witch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like what they do with the witch later. In terms of effects. The witch effects are good. Which effects? Hmm. Which effects? No, I get it. Which effects? No, I get it. Yep. <laughs> um, no, the effects in the movie. FX, FX has the FX? movies. But which effects? No, I know what you mean. Mean? No effects. Mm. Not bad. You heard these guys? They're also from Southern California. Everything good's coming out of Southern California. Yeah. We should invite them all up to See that movie, the Pacific Northwest. That movie we saw recently, Freeway? Yeah. Love Freeway. Great. Yeah. California. Yeah. Everything's California. Yes. Not even, it's, it's like hot there, you know, but it's like never like humid. Yeah, it's a dry heat. It's a dry heat, as they Desert say. Desert heat. For now. Yeah. In 1986. Yes. Nothing will go wrong. Anyway, so this movie gets made. Yeah. Sally Field is going to direct. Oh, really? Well, yeah. I mean, like, Wes, like... Re- That'd be interesting. Wes, like, pins the screenplay, uh-huh. right? Sally Field's going to direct it, like, co-direct it with him, you know? Um, and uh, it doesn't pan out that way, but that's all right. She was going to be the Linda Blair role, but... A little old for that. Uh, right? I in don't, I mean, of this or in 78, 78, this came out. So uh, I don't know. Who knows? A little old. I mean, yeah, a little old, probably. Huh? Well, that'd be interesting. I mean, maybe more of the mom role. I don't know. I'm not sure who the actress that played or the, the mom. horse. I'm not sure who the actress was that played the mom. The, but the horse, mom was maybe? great. Sundance. Sundance. Yeah. Oh, Sundance. Was that Sundance? Sally Field as Sundance. You know, one time, yes. I bought my mother a sweater mm. from some company called Sundance. Oh, I know them. And now I'm just on their mailing list. Yeah. And I don't mean like some sort of like electronic mail list. I mean just like paper, just paper. My mailbox is full of Sundance catalogs. Yeah. Postcards. Well, you know why that is. Little, it's because they're a paper cult. I don't know what that is. What's a paper a cult? A cult made of paper. What is that? A barrage of paper. It's a really... <laughs> Until they beat uh, you down to a pulp. Which makes paper. Right. Pulp. Yeah. yeah. It's secular. It's this cult. 
Do you want to start doing like um, an old episode in sure. the middle of this one? Sure. All right. So. Pick a topic. Cults. Cults. Uh, describe cults. See, we used to do the shows before the movie bit. Yeah. We used to do these shows. Um, well, before, like, long time ago. In the, in the, in the, in the before Beginnings. soon time. In the beginning times. Yeah. In the beginning. But not before 96. After 96. No, not after 96. There's no after 96. Well. But there will. There will be. Maybe. One day. Not, so, cults. Describe cults. No, we used to have a topic. Instead yeah. of a movie. I feel like we talked about cults, didn't we? No. Um, In I the mean, future? Maybe. It's, a, it's typically a fanatical group that has oftentimes a leader. Charismatic. Oftentimes. Mm, charismatic so. leader. And the cult generally... I want to be a charismatic leader. I know you do. I know your dream is to be a cult leader. Well, not, well, not a cult. I don't and generally, it has some kind of religious undertones... Yeah. Whether that religion is established or being made up. But, yeah, you know, I think that's... Like, typically there's some brainwashing involved or separation from the family, Mm -hmm. becoming completely dependent on the leader um, or the group itself so that you can never leave. Cult. And Sarah, in... Summer in the fear. movie, yeah, we haven't really talked about the movie too much, but yeah. Was Sarah in Summer of Fear? Yeah. It's kind of in a... Well, Julia. A, a cult of witches, but more like a, a covenant. Julia slash Sarah. Yeah. I, I don't know if you would claim a coven is a cult, though, because a coven... A clutch? A clutch of witches? No, it's a coven of witches, but I don't really call that a cult, unless... The witches are... But they could be... No, that's part of an overall cult. But witches obtain their own power. They... What about the witches of Eastwick? That could... <laughs> uh, I don't know if that was a cult. No. Like, well, like uh, Jack Nicholson was the cult leader? Well, in a way. He was making his own like little... His little tiny cult. He was making a tiny cover. I think he was trying to st- get... Yeah. But I don't know if witches can be... I'm sure there could be a witch cult, but... I don't know. I think witches are as dumb as the rest of us. Some of them. What? Uh, I don't know. I think witches witches can be pretty dumb. I think you should watch your tongue. I think witches sometimes are rather stupid. Sometimes they... Why? I don't know. Sometimes they just bounce about saying ridiculous words like a muck over and over. There's dumb witches. Well, there's dumb everything, but I don't think you can take one witch who says a muck, a muck, a muck, and then just claim that all witches are dumb. I didn't. I said, I didn't. I didn't. I said, some witches can be dumb. I said, some witches can be as dumb as the rest of us. Not all witches are dumb. That'd be prejudice. Yeah. I didn't say that. Yeah. I said, witches can be dumb. I'm not saying, uh, witches uh, aren't necessarily, just because you're a witch means you're super intelligent. I don't, yeah. I don't think so. Which witch? If you interrupt me, you can just continue. I'm not going to like pick How it up. How was that an interruption? I gonna, waited till there was a pause. I'm not going to pick it up. I'm not going to pick it up when you change when you just like say something and then expect me to like bounce off of it. But that's what this is. We're on a radio station. Yeah, I know. So anyway, the movie gets so anyway the movie gets made. Right. Sally Field, not there. Uh huh. Didn't attend the premiere because obviously it was on on television. Many a critic asked themselves and their audience whether or not, hey, if Summer of Fear nineteen seventy eight had actually been helmed by Sally Field, would it have been in the theaters? Would have had. I mean, it was it had a theatrical release in, in Europe, apparently. I don't think so. That's where it got the name Summer of Fear. Yeah. So, for some reason, when it was on NBC, they called it something else. Then, when it got the theatrical release, they called it by the novel's name. Who knows? Huh. Um, I mean, it got me. That's why I watched it. I, I, oh, yeah. I knew it was called Summer of Fear. 
obviously I saw the word fear in there. Hey, I love fear. Right. Fear's my favorite movie. Fear's your favorite movie. We're going to watch this. And honestly, I'm a little disappointed and frankly, lie. I feel like I'm a little lied to. I was a little lied to. I wasn't aware that this movie was actually initially called something else. And in fact, the word fear is not in the title. Yeah, I mean, I I was a little thrown with this movie just because it wasn't really that scary. Um... Well, even the original name's not scary. Stranger in Our House. I mean, that's kind of scary. The, the notion of a stranger... Yeah, you have a stranger in your house. The notion of a stranger house is not good. Yeah. But anyway, this girl is their cousin. Or her cousin. Yeah. She was talking about a movie from it. And, the, and there's, it's the cousin. But for whatever reason, Linda Blair's brother has the hots for her. Yeah, I mean, that's something they don't really talk but about during the movie, but the cousin is living with this. them because the cousin's parents die yes. and have to come live with Linda car, Blair's family. Car wreck. And, like, one of the first things Linda Blair says to her brother is that, oh, like, you should hang out with her. She's kind of cute. She's cute, yeah. Well, that's your cousin. Um, they haven't seen her since, like, at all. So I don't know how they do things in California in 1978, but that's gross. Or it's on NBC. Maybe yeah, maybe it's an NBC that. thing. Or it's in Wes Craven's house. Wes maybe. and Tommy. Maybe Wes and Tommy are... But it's never... The thing is, she actually, like, talks to friends about it. That, like, her brother yeah. has the hats for their cousin. and the, No one's ever weird about it. And even the friend, like, Fran Drescher's just like... Well, Fran Drescher playing this character. Maybe not Fran yeah. Drescher herself. But Fran but Drescher playing the character. It. Say like, how she would say it. What? And then laugh. Like... <laughs> yeah. Like... Tommy has the hats for Julia? Are <laughs> <laughs> uh, you doing Sally Field right now? Uh, some impression of Sally Field? Yeah, I'm workshopping it. So, yeah, it's just, it, and the dad gets the hats for her, too. And the only person who calls that out. The dad? Yeah. You yeah, were upset, it's gross. You, you were upset with this, but I think, you know, it's part of the witch's it's part of the witch's spell. She's putting a spell over these the this the rest of this fam this family. Yeah. To get what she wants. She gets the bed she gets the bedroom. At first Linda Blair and her share the bedroom. Yeah. And then like, you know, they don't get along. Well, the cousin takes Linda Blair's boyfriend. And the whole takes, family's fine with it. Essentially she's what she's trying to do is take Linda Blair's place. Yeah. Really? Well, not by trying to fuck her dad. Well, not that part, but... And her brother. Oh. No, no, she isn't trying to fuck the little the little boy brother. No, she, not the little boy brother who's obsessed with... Oh, sorry, the old, the old brother. The older yeah, brother. Yeah, sorry. The older brother uh, is a good-looking boy. Yeah, no, he is. Well, he's I a just, man. I, the, I don't actor, think he should actor, be trying to fuck his cousin, though. The actor is probably... In his twenties, yeah. But you know, he has nice, nice hair. It's a good, nice curly California yeah. mane. Yeah, for sure, it looks good. I like a lot. There's a lot of a lot of hats in this movie. That's all about fear. I didn't really. It's one thing about fear that I miss a lot. My one really only, you know, complaint about the movie Fear is there's not enough hats. I don't think there's any hats. Not, yeah, not enough hats. I really don't think there's a single hat in that movie. And this is the '90s, like. We love our hats. Not enough hats in fear. Yeah. This is a lot of cowboy hats. Uh, they definitely kind of wear like a Western wear kind of thing going. Yeah, so. they live like in an equestrian community. Equestrian. So. Equestrian. Unlike fear, which is more like in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, they don't have horses up there. They could have horses. Oh, and also, um, if you don't like this sort of thing, they do put a horse down in the movie. Yeah, so, sorry. You know, there's that. But it's probably not real. And they put an old man down, too. Also, the veterinarian that puts the horse down yeah. is wearing this whole suit, bolo tie, all, all bolo tie, you know, top button of the sh- of the shirt buttoned up, bolo tie where up, up at the top there, up in the knot. Yeah. But then the shirt's not tucked in. Yeah. That was a little weird. Yeah. He's a casual veteran. No, I know that, I know, but like, it's all, but in the suit. Yeah. Now, they are like an equestrian uh, competition. Sure. I don't know. Everyone has their shirt tucked in. In the 70s, I don't know if you know this, about 70s movies, everybody's shirt is tucked yeah. in in a 70s movie. Even your t-shirt. Fuck yeah, your t-shirt. Yeah. 
it doesn't happen as much now in the night in 1986. Although when you first, when you're, when we're first introduced to David McCall in fear, he is wearing mm. his long sleeve, black skin tight shirt. Yes. Tucked into his jeans. Yes. With a very thick belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's the look. Yeah. It's the look of love. It's, it's part of his mystique. Uh-huh. Did you just learn that word? Yeah, I have one of those calendars. You got it for me, actually. Oh, yeah. Word of the day. Yeah. Nice. Glad to hear you're using it. Today's word is mystique. Yeah. I'm glad you slipped it in there. I don't care. Well, um, yeah, the movie was fine. Um, Not the best Wes Craven movie, but had some good parts. Fear or not fear? I'm going to say no fear. Again, that's a clothing line and not the name of this segment. I'm going to say no fear. It's not fear. Um, mostly because I Why? wasn't fearful. I, I mean, I like seeing Fran Drescher. I like seeing mm. Linda Blair. Mm-hmm. Um, the set design was super wonky. Like, sometimes I liked yeah, I it. I didn't really notice it too much, I guess. The yeah, set design, eh? It just wasn't cohesive it's just like a bunch that? of shit describe, describe what you mean about that set design no not set design specifically i know what set design is i did go to film school for a few semesters but what was wonky about it it was jakey describe wonky no it wasn't jakey the cousin is jakey the ozark cousin yes what's, um what's what what do you mean i'm curious like it, it just like a lot of the plants were pretty much dead. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know. Um, the, do you do you recognize uh, dead plants frequently in movies because you yourself cannot yeah. uh, keep a plant alive? Well, I'm jealous of people who have a lot of lush plants because mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. do have a hard time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that's just the life of having a lot of plants. Some are going to live and some are going to die. Yeah. That's life. It's like when you have a, a bunch of kittens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my mom just had a bunch of kittens and one of them, like, lost all of its feelings and its back legs. So she had to put it down. I Broke its j- back. I was joking. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> The kitten, the the kitten had a broken back. Yeah. Oh my god. It was alive for like four months, and then it broke its back. <laughs> four months. How, what? Oh my god. <laughs> no. I didn't know a kitten could break its back. They always land on their legs. Yeah, it was like dragging its legs around one day, <laughs> and she had to like separate its legs so it could poop. And then she took it to the doctor, and they're like, "Yeah, we have to put this cat down." Oh no! It has no legs. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> it's terrible. Oh my god! Oh, did the veterinarian have his shirt tucked in? No. <laughs> See now, if you're in scrubs, obviously you can do a no yeah, tuck. Yeah, tuck a scrub. You can do a no you tuck. You can do. You can tuck a scrub. I think I prefer a no tuck scrub. Yeah, I don't like seeing your paunch in your scrub. I don't like the... Well, the, the waistband of the scrub is... Typically, is, people who tuck their scrubs pull their scrubs up. Uh-huh. So, you know... I, I have another second question about the veterinarian. Did it just... After it told your mother the cat and, the cat and had to be put down, did it just snap its neck yes. in the woods like Gary? Yeah, because, I mean... Why waste the drugs? It's easy. It's a kitten. It's yeah. four months old. Yeah. You just crush a skull. I mean, really, you could just swing that thing around by the tail and slap it up against the wall. I don't think you do the tail. I think you use its dead rear legs. Yeah, it won't feel it. Oh, <laughs> mm. uh, describe fear. We just lost our PETA sponsorship. Fear, uh... So yeah, it's not not. Oh, so not, is it fear or no fear for you? It's not fear. Yeah, I mean, I already knew you were gonna say that. So. And let me tell you, let me tell you why, though, real quick. Here. Yeah, I know we're running a little short on time. Yeah, but let me tell you why. 
Ask me why. Why? Because not fucking fear, okay? Right, okay. Only fear is fear host. You see, the thing about the movie Fear is that it's, it is fear. Fear is fear. Mm-hmm. Like, this movie was made. Yeah. Without Dave, Sally Field. Dave Foley, yeah. Dave Foley made this movie without Sally Field. Yeah. Which, in, the Holly, in Hollywood, is fucking unheard of. It's hard. Things don't get made without Sally Field's name attached to it. No. I don't know. You know? <laughs> it doesn't happen. It does not happen. It doesn't happen. I don't care who you are. No. Women run Hollywood. That's for sure. Oh, most certainly. Like, Sally Field, and Sally Field is right at the top there. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing gets past her. Yeah. Honestly, I'm surprised the movie got made once she said she was, once she backed out of it. I'm, but... I'm, I'm going to say I don't think she, it, you know, I don't think she backed out because I think it went she was to just TV. Busy. I think she was just busy. Yeah. With other, other projects. Yeah. It's fine. Sure. She's busy. Yeah, she's busy lately. Sally feels busy, okay? Mm-hmm. she got shit going on. Yeah, she has Burt Reynolds going on. Well, not now. Yeah, and also that director from the movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. You even know what that pump movie, something's gotta give. No. Save the last dance. No. What's that? Um. What's save the last dance? Are you talking about Wonder Woman eighty four? What's that? Uh, a little too long, if you ask me. I'm talking about the movie with her and Jeff Bridges, and oh, she and like yeah, and she ends up wait no, the one with Arnold in it yeah, and she has an affair with the director yeah. of that movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Last Picture Show. No. That's Sybil Sybil Shepard, and she has an affair with the director of that movie. Uh, Something's Gotta Give. (laughs) I think it's called, like, Pump, or, like, I don't know, something to do with lifting weights. Hello! Who's that? Is that Sally? Sally Is that your Sally Field It's my Sally Field. Oh, that's pretty good. Well, we should probably head out now. Um, Wait, okay, before we do, so it's not fear. Yeah, a double nose. And that's the end of the double segment. Double no That's the end of the segment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we don't really have any more segments because we gotta go. Because if you're still listening, bless you. I have one more segment. What? It's called, um, tell me about another one of your mom's dead cats. Tell me about another one of your mom's dead cats. No. I don't know if she has any other dead cats. Describe it. Well, we did have a cat once. We had two cats. They're kittens. And they had kitty leukemia. Mm-hmm. So we were told they wouldn't live very long. Mm-hmm. Then what happened? And so they didn't live very long. Next week on Describe Fear, The Adventures of Pinocchio. Yay! It's going to be JTT at his woodiest. Is that a word? Yeah. His woodiest? Yeah. Like he's made of wood? Yeah, JTT has a big woody throughout the entire flick. In his nose, his yeah. big wooden nose, mm. for the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Martin Landau, Chimney Cricket, yeah. as himself. Bring your pine saw. And oh yeah, yeah. Coming next week. Mm-hmm. That's the movie we're gonna do next week. Nineteen eighty six. This is Scribe Fear, season four. Scribe Fear. Yeah. Somehow. Um. Best Year of Cinema. All in, all in one year. Best Year of Cinema. Mm, I guess that's all. Yeah. Probably going to put like a weird outro after all this. Yeah. Hold your kittens near. Um, yeah. The outro is going to be another 30 minutes, probably. Yeah, it should be kitten related, we'll too. Kitten related? Yeah. Maybe some kitten related. Oh, yeah, I do... That is going to be another part. I will have a nice little, a 
nice little segment bumper for like your kitten death segment. Oh, so good. Good. Looking forward to that. Yep. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. We've been your hosts. We describe movies. Sometimes. Describe fear. We're your hosts. Tell me about another one of your mom's dead cats. No, 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 Yeah.
Canadian chestnut. Another species, the glands may develop along the milk as in hoofed animals, or in cereal pairs, as in dogs and cows. The existence of auxiliary pairs in animals, in human beings, either below or above the usual pair, is not too uncommon, occurring about twice as often as the birth of triplets. These supernumerary nipples usually, but not always, are non-functional during lactation. When a human baby is born, its breasts are usually enlarged due to the presence of lactation hormones received from the placenta. Regardless of the sex of the child, the glands may actually secrete drops of milk during the first days after birth, what nurses and midwives sometimes call witch's milk. Once this activity ceases, the mammary glands remain inactive, simply running along with the rest of the body until a year or two after or before Then, in girls, the ovaries begin to release increasing quantities of estrogen into the blood, causing nipples and areolas to enlarge. When the menstrual cycles begin, the ovaries give off increased estrogen and amounts which wax and wane. When estrogen levels are highest, around the midpoint of each menstrual cycle, a major part of the breast development takes place. The ducts continue to ramify and branch away from the nipples like tributaries of a river or branches of a tree. And facts lay down around the duct system, giving the breast its size and shape. Buxomus, or the lack of it, is not a good indi- indication of attention worthy to lactate. It is mostly a result of the quantity of non-functional fatty tissue in the breast. The development of the breast depends not only upon estrogen, but also upon pituitary hormones, which govern general body growth. Once the body is mature and growth has ceased in the late teens or early 20s, breast growth is not noticeable until and unless the individual becomes pregnant. of fullness and soreness, which normally occur for a day or two before each menstrual period. When these sensations suddenly seem to be going on, the experienced mother goes flying to her calendar to figure out when the new baby might be expected. By the time the first period is overdue, the glands of Montgomery, which lie in the areola and the ring around the nipple, have become prominent. Montgomery described them in a famous medical hyperbole as a constellation of miniature nipples scattered over a milky way. A constellation of miniature nipples scattered over a milky way. By the fifth month, the mother is out buying larger bras. Nipple and areola become larger and darker. In the brunette, the whole breast may become darker. By the ninth month, even the new bras may seem a little tight. These changes reflect the preparation of the breast for lactation and are caused by hormones circulating in the bloodstream. With elegant economy, nature uses the same set of hormones for milk production that are used to govern the menstrual cycle. The menstrual cycle is maintained by a sort of hormonal round robin in which the pituitary gland and the ovaries stimulate each other to produce a series of hormones which in the first half of the cycle develop and release an egg. And in the second half of the cycle prepare the uterus for possible pregnancy should that egg become fertilized. The ovarian hormone Progestation, which predominates in the second half of the cycle, causes the uterine lining to thicken. 
is apparently progesterone also, which produces premenstrual changes in the feeling of tenderness and fullness and sometimes an actual temporary increase in sex. If no pregnancy takes place, progesterone production ceases, and the urine lining is sloughed away in the menstrual flow. If conception takes place, however, the fertilized egg itself produces a hormone which keeps the ovaries producing progesterone. The urine lining remains to support after about six weeks, the placenta develops and begins to take over the hormone production drive. The placenta releases very high levels of estrogen, as well as some progesterone to the body. This combination stimulates tremendous changes in the breasts. Up until now, growth has taken place only in the duct system, which will transport the milk down to the nipples. Once the placenta has developed, a whole new system is added. This is the secretory system, which actually makes the milk. The end of all the duct branches and knee branches and buds off into little sacs called the alveoli, or as I like to call it, ravioli, if you know what I mean. Like you go down to the aunties down in Norman, Illinois, get some of the ravioli, they're great. They're all stuffed with stuff, they're big and fat. Which are wrong with milk secreting cells. The increase in breast size during pregnancy is a result mainly of the addition of ravioli to the mammary structure. In the second half of pregnancy, the placenta begins producing prolactin, the prolactation hormone. This stimulates further growth of the ravioli and also causes them, the raviolis, to secrete milk. There is milk in the breast from the fifth or sixth month of pregnancy. Miscarriage of premature of this kind or is followed by lactation. The prolactin, which causes milk secretion, is present, and the ravioli are capable of producing milk. Why don't pregnant women lactate? Apparently, because the very high levels of estrogen and progesterone produced by the placenta stimulate breastfeeding, but inhabit and inhibit the secretion of milk. Once the baby is born in the placenta, when its hormones are gone, normal milk secretion can start. How soon it starts to how soon it starts? Depends on sucking. How soon it starts? Depends on sucking stimulation. Sucking. Sucking stimulation. It depends on sucking stimulation. It is customary in this country to tell mothers that the milk will come three to five days after delivery. It is also customary not to put the baby to the breast for the first time until 12 or 24 or even 36 hours after birth. Feedings thereafter are limited to six a day or five if a night feeding is omitted. Sucking may be restricted to five minutes aside until the milk comes in. Under these restrictions, the early secretion of the breast, a yellowish fluid called colostrum, does not give way to true milk for several days, sometimes a week or more. As true milk production begins, repeated long intervals between feedings allow the breast to fill up and then overfill. The milk is said to have come in, and when it is actually a gradual affair, it may seem very sudden. The mother who is not conscious of any milk production on the third day may wake up on the fourth day after an eight-hour sleep to find herself bursting, just dripping with milk, just oozing. She may swiftly become so full that it becomes difficult to withdraw the milk by any means, and I mean any means. This engorgement is a common problem in American Prolactin levels after delivery cause a high rate of milk secretion. Greater perhaps will be experienced again once supplies adjusted to demand for many months. As one doctor tells his patients, nature doesn't know you didn't have twins. With milk secretion proceeding at such a place, it is no wonder that the mother ever fails when the hospital routine keeps the baby away from her for four or even eight hours. Yeah.